Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. It's sort of, it's a pop dive. It's like a uh, before the 90 days pop dives. That's what, that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> I know I promised a Halloween pop dive, but you know what? Change of schedule because guess what? I got Darcy from Before the 90 Days, an exclusive interview. Before we get to Darcy, I have Adam Salandra, friend of the show. Adam, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so honored to be here for this. <laughs> the people want... I wrote uh, a post on the Everything Iconic Facebook group. My right. first one, my only one, right. asking how do I start... 90 day fiance and or before the 90 days the response was so overwhelming and f- these people are the best people Everyone the everything so iconic help- group yeah it's truly the best oh my god i love you guys so you helped me you helped me figure it out and it brought me here today to discuss it right well and i think it's sort of confusing to jump into this franchise that's how what i felt and we had texted about it too like yes. because if you don't know the franchise i think it's like what do i start because there there is a the nine, there's 90 Day Fiance, and then currently on the air is a show called Before the 90 Days, but it's called 90 Day Fiance, like, colon or whatever, right. yeah. <laughs> Before the 90 Days. So it's like an offshoot, and Before the 90 Days is in its second season. The other one has done multiple seasons. Right. But it's also like, if I have to watch them all, great, I'll do it, but if you <laughs> if if that's not the case, to get the max, like if someone said... Hey, I want to start Dallas. I'd be like, great. To make sure that you get it all in, start season two. Right. Season right. one, great, fine. But I know. You know, so that's why I was asking. And people came through and it ended up being, which I think is what you did before the 90 days, is what we started with. Right. Right. I started with season two of Before the 90 Days, episode five, which I was texting you and you were <laughs> yeah, like, I was, what? You don't the even fuck? say what you told me. <laughs> no, it's not, it doesn't make any sense. But then I went back. And I watched, then I went back to season one and Matt actually watches it with me, which is weird because he won't watch the house. I did find that to be very exciting. He like loves it. You found one. Not only Adam, not only that, but he's like watching the main version of 90 Day Fiance without me. That's what's wild. (laughs) He's like watching it without me. Like I'm watching Dallas or, or Orange County or whatever. And he's busy. I'm like, if my boyfriend didn't watch the same shows as me, I don't know what we would do together. Like, that I is know. what we do. So, I don't know. You guys go to Home Goods. We, no. <laughs> we even that's out. We find common shows. Like, we just started that Atypical. Have you heard of that? Mm, yeah, well, I can't think of what it um, is. It's on Netflix. It's sort of like a sitcom. Uh, it's a sitcom, but a little bit more of a dramatic sitcom. And we watch that. And then we just binged Insecure. Oh, I do want to watch oh that. Oh, my God. Adam, it's so good. This most recent season is fantastic. And that's a great binge show. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I feel 30 like minutes? They're 30 minutes. Yes. And I feel like the episodes are too short. Oh, you want more. So if you watch it in real time, I feel like the episodes are end up being disappointing. This is just my POV. But I feel like <laughs> which this whole fucking podcast yeah. is really. <laughs> it's your show. It's fine. <laughs> but I feel... Oh, oh no. Oh, the robots are starting. <laughs> robots are starting. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, for that. Something, uh, the robots are taking over my apartment. 
but the insecure they're they're short and i feel like when an episode ends i feel like it's not enough yeah. and you like it so much you want more so insecure i binged matt and i both binged the f- entire most recent season and it was the best weekend but then it was also so disappointing when it was over and you didn't even start from the beginning so you know it's just one season just one season there are only eight episodes oh there's only been one i thought there were no we're on episode we're on season three yeah but there's eight episodes per season so it's short it's short and there's the hottest guys on insecure too oh why didn't you tell me i'm telling you right now i'm bearing the lead (laughs) i'm telling you why i make most decisions in tv so you started watching before the 90 days yes season one season one and what are you thinking so far my first thing that i wrote down is that it is cringier than the comeback right and that's a big statement for me and and i love the comeback as you know but this is real life and it is so some of it's so awkward and cringy and you can't believe that this is real life. And you can't believe that people are doing this. They're not believe it. They're literally telling the camera. <laughs> they're telling themselves, the camera, the crew. <laughs> and they're saying, we're getting married or I'm going to, to meet. But they're meeting these people for the very first time in person. Now, I'm sure we've all dabbled in having a crush that was perhaps a little unrealistic. Right. Like I see all the time I'm going to marry henry cavill sure sure <laughs> and but, fuck him <laughs> yeah we often usually tell him to sit on your face which is <laughs> maybe more realistic <laughs> but you get into a zone where you think you're like when you're head over heels for someone right. you don't see clearly absolutely we've all done it i've done it most of my life right. however when a man Who's the one? I don't remember their names, but I think I wrote them down. But did you watch the first season? Yes. Okay. Paul. Paul and Corrine. Uh, this little man right. travels <laughs> by boat through the, an Amazon river for three days. He, he has more phobias than anyone I've ever seen. Right. So, so how is he? He brought cases and cases of things to protect himself. <laughs> At no point in the struggle was he like, is this like a, like maybe is this going to work, work out? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's shocking. I don't really like, I don't like that couple that much. No, well, he makes me, he, now that's where it gets cringy for me. Right. But I do watch for that reason. Yeah. It's I mean, the cringe me. is fun. I've, people have asked about watching it and I find it very funny, but I think I have a sick sense of humor in some ways. And it's, I think it goes back to loving the comeback so much where sure. the cringiness makes me laugh. Oh, I'm. Dying hysterically, of course. Right. But I think there's a certain amount of, there's plenty of people out there who might turn it on and just get the cringe and they're like, how do you, how could anyone like this? Yeah. Because the people aren't really likable. They're not, they're not naturally funny. Of course, we have one of them on the show later. (laughs) Coming up. Except for her. Um, But wait, I have a question. Do you think from a producer standpoint, they do intend for it to be funny, right? Or are they I, just making a show oh with what gosh. they have and we have six sense of humor? I think the editors and stuff must, they, they have a sense they of humor. Must. They must try to give us some funniness, some funny. Or these guys, they're doing it on their own. Right. I mean, I think you mentioned Valerie Cherish and I think Darcy, who's coming up on the show, I feel like her struggle throughout season one when she goes to Amsterdam and I feel that Jesse is not only really mean to her, yes. like he's very mean to her on camera, I think. Yeah. But also his, like, mom is mean to her. And, like, there's other things. And even in Amsterdam, it's like she is being forced to work out with this yeah. guy, right? Like, <laughs> And I love – he's like, 
I don't know if it's just her energy. Maybe it's an American thing, or if this is really her. Like that's a problem. <laughs> well, she and she just is smiling through everything, right? So yes. she's just she's putting on this happy face and she's smiling through all the stuff that is just being piled on her. And it's that's what's so cringy. But I that's what I found that's what made me fall in love with it. Like Darcy's story, I found just some of the best TV ever. And then it gets really dark. Like you haven't gotten to season two yet. No. And I'm, that's what I want to hear because I was just telling you before this, like what from the part, the point that I'm at in, in trying to catch up, the fact that they're in season two is blowing my mind because it doesn't look like it's going well. (laughs) And I haven't, it's not even, I haven't honestly gotten that far, but I, he's just very like, we'll see what happens, which I mean, of course that's very, uh, as it should be. We'll see what happens. Not just expecting. But it doesn't. It seems like we know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's I mean, not going to work out. I I think I thought the same thing. And then season two, they come back, and I'm just spoiler alert. Yeah, season two is Jesse coming to the U.S. Oh, I can't. So wait. season one is Darcy going to Instagram. And I got the impression Jesse was just coming here for like modeling or something like that. And we're <laughs> gonna talk to Darcy about that. I'm curious to hear what she has to say. But I feel like that he really strung her along to do a season two yeah do you find him attractive yeah <laughs> i mean it's unfortunately a, it's unfortunate yeah <laughs> i agree i agree it, speaking of attract attractiveness darcy has such a glow up between season one and season oh, she two. does yeah like darcy i mean i thought she looked great in season one but yeah in season two she just she got some new hair she it did something with her makeup like she looks really you know great what it's two. just like our housewives they see that first season right. and they say let me make a few tweaks right and i'm jealous of that i see videos of myself and i'm like oh i need to make a few tweaks too but i don't have that season one money right yet but so season two darcy and jesse have so much history between them now yeah. at this point okay certainly and there's a couple moments there's one scene where there's like a shoe fight <laughs> like it's alleged that darcy throws a shoe at jesse oh we don't see it on camera which okay. is a very upsetting and i feel this way with housewives it's like how can you have something that that integral <laughs> we need a cameraman there at all how, times. how could that happen like i don't understand why these places don't just put a gopro up yes. like they're at the very minimum bare minimum if you're on a reality show there should be a gopro in every room that doesn't cost much money it no. doesn't have to be great footage but i'll literally lend mine i don't use it right i mean <laughs> no one does it shouldn't be that hard yeah <laughs> no. everyone i know has a gopro no yeah. one's used it so once. just between the two of us we can set them <laughs> up with a, so i don't know what the problem is right it's like just have it going just for that kind of occasion where we someone throws a shoe i need like yeah. some sort of security camera footage of it need that's number one. But the the fight is so bizarre, and I'm so curious to hear what Darcy has to say. Like, I want to know the behind the scenes of that. And then there's an episode where they go to a grocery store. Mm. And Jesse and Darcy, I don't know, you see this in season one, too. It's like every month they'll be, like, hating each other. And they'll be like, well, he's the love of my life. You know, I love him. Constantly. <laughs> meant to be together. Literally constantly, yes. It's like it, the moment you think that, how could they possibly continue on all of a sudden it'll flip and they'll be like well we love each other let me ask you this since you're further does she ever get to a point questioning him uh because we saw from the beginning he was like oh you know we'll see how it goes and her energy is whatever oh, right right but she's from where i'm at she's all in with just yes i do love him though no in season two you could definitely see a, a shift in darcy where she you can tell she's kind of over it she's still optimistic because i think she's an optimistic person yes. at heart but in season two, you can definitely see she's starting to question things. She throws a shoe at him. <laughs> How much do you think is lust? Because 
I mean, lust for camera time or lust for each Whoa, other? That's a good point. But forget that altogether. Lust for him. That, like, if By he's the way, not I treating hope, her well. I hope I'm not coming across. Like, I really do love Darcy and Jesse's story. Like, I, I, I don't mean to speak ill of Darcy because I really find her so compelling. And the fact that really any of these people are willing to share this part of themselves on camera for a TV show oh. is shocking to when, me. When I mean, you tried to explain to me how to watch it, you said just all Darcy and Jesse part. So right. I can attest to that. I also like Angela and Michael, although Angela, oh my gosh. <laughs> she is very problematic, but Angela and Michael on camera, they're very compelling to me. Like to watch it's, it's shocking. Danny, you posted that clip of the bag incident. Uh, yeah. <sighs> That's all I know of them. And I'm obsessed with them. Right. I can't wait to get to them. Right. And I find the best way to watch this show because they are so long. Like I, and I love this show now. Yeah. I'm newly a- obsessed, addicted, whatever. But they are very long episodes. So if you have any sort of time constraints, if you're thinking about hopping in, my recommendation is to hop in, see which couples you like. Maybe you'll like, uh, Jesse and Darcy. Maybe you'll like Angela and Michael. Maybe you'll like, uh, somebody else. Find the ones you like and fast forward to their scenes because it's pretty easy and you get like, they usually, every episode, they'll have five minute chunks of the couple. So they'll do five minutes with one couple, then they'll do a few other couples, then you get back to that that first couple. So it's really easy to fast forward if you don't like a couple. That's true. And you recommended that. And I wish I did it, but they all hooked me in their own way. Yeah. And that's the trouble. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching full episodes now too, by the way. Great. Great. You're all in. I I can't believe Matt's beating you, like, watching more. This is a wild development. But it's good. So then in season two, I want to talk about the... They were at the grocery store, Jesse and Darcy, and there's a scene where they're cooking a steak. Hmm. It is one of the most bone-chilling, cringy (laughs) scenes I've ever seen across any platform of media. And the whole time, they're trying... Darcy's kids, she's got her girls there. They're having a family dinner, and they're cooking these steaks, and Darcy's trying to smile through it, and Jesse's being mean, and he's trying to control the way the steaks are cooked. And Darcy's saying, "You know, you got to cut it on a bias." She keeps saying, "You got to cut it on a bias," which is, is not a trying word. to say, <laughs> right? Right? It's like not. It's a, a Ramonaism. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know how Ramona, of course, um, Housewives always says, "Like I'm going to be on her like white rice," or you know, like just <laughs> Darcy kept saying, "I got to cut it on a bias." You got to cut it on a bias, babes. It stays juicy. Honey. I'm just helping you. We're doing this together, right? I've worked in restaurants, so, okay. I'm done. <laughs> she was trying to say you got to cut it, like, at an angle. Sure. You, you know when you cut steak against the... I've never cooked a steak, but... Oh, my God, really? Even still, I know not to say cut it on a bias. <laughs> she kept saying... <laughs> I'm going to ask her about it, because she kept saying, just got to cut it on a bias, babe. <laughs> babe, babe, you know, you, know, you just got to cut it on a bias, babe. You got to cut it on a bias, babe. And he was, meanwhile, just fuming. And at one point, he storms out of the house in front of the girl... I swear to God, I don't know that I've ever seen anything on TV. That was the moment where I was like, this is the greatest television show of all time. <laughs> it's so, I'm so, so excited. Good. It's so good. Okay, so the final episode of this season of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, it airs this Sunday, October 14th, with a special tell-all episode on TLC. And one of the other things I want to mention in the last uh, last week's episode or the week before, Michelle Collins, who's one of the funniest people ever. For sure. Like, ever. The quickest wit. I always say she's like a Tasmanian devil of pop culture. Oh, that's So beautiful. quick. She did this live special. I don't know if she's hosting the one uh, after the finale, but she did a live special a couple weeks ago where she would interview people like she interviewed Darcy's sister, and it's it was so funny. Oh, I loved it. Is it? Wait, that was on TLC, like after? Yeah, it aired right after. 
I can't wait to finish these and then start watching in real time next season. Yeah. Beautiful. It's good to be on board. I mean, that week when I was watching the Michelle thing, it recorded Michelle's live special right after. And it was maybe three and a half hours of of this show <laughs> in a night. It was like the whole Sunday night. And you were just, okay with that. I have a I was in. Yeah. I watched every minute. When you talk to her, are you do you think you're gonna get like how she really feels now or is she gonna have to pretend like uh I think she'll be honest and open and I again I don't want it to sound like I'm I really do love her on the show. I she was the one who hooked me. I find her so interesting. Now, I also did some research, and her and her sister had a pilot that they did called, like, Twin Life or something. You could find it on YouTube. Yeah. And at one point, they were both married and living under the same roof with their kids, and they filmed this pilot. So I'm very curious to hear about that whole story. But she seems the type... I don't think she's a bullshitter, so I don't think she's gonna... Yeah, I I feel that, too, for sure. Yeah. That's That's why I'm asking. I'm hoping she's like, let me tell you how awful he really was. Or... That she's still obsessed with them. I'd be interested to hear that too. Right. And I'm definitely team Darcy in this whole situation. Like I feel that Jesse's very mean to her and she seems to want to try to make it work. And he just shits all over her. He is very attractive. And if he wasn't, he might be unbearable to watch. Well, oh my God. On the... I also have to mention this. So on Michelle, when she was doing that after show, or yeah. whatever, she was interviewing Darcy's sister and Darcy's sister is dating a guy or engaged to a man in another country who is a fitness model. He's way better looking than Jesse, by the way, in the one photo that they showed on. Screen. Sure. <laughs> but he's very good looking. And so my theory is, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like Darcy and Jesse might be done, but Darcy's sister will be on either 90 Day Fiancé or Before the 90 Days. That's what I'm predicting because she's engaged to someone overseas. Daniel, she was telling Darcy not to do it. Right. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Have you ever dated a man from another country? I wish. Just because they were fitness models. Honestly, that would be the only reason I need it, unfortunately. (laughs) And I'm a sucker for an accent to the point of embarrassment. Mm. Although I actually kind of find his annoying. I do too. But I love an accent. What's your favorite? Sec- what do you think is the sexiest accent? I can't handle a man from Australia. Yeah. Because they always look as good as they sound. Right. Actually, sometimes that accent is ridiculous. Like, why are you packing 12 syllables into a one syllable word with the vowels? <laughs> right. No, I can't actually do it I at all. Either. But that would be Put much another better. shrimp on the. Uh, that's no, that was that a one? really good one. <laughs> <laughs> either way, we can't do them, but we would like to do them. Like Let's them. just say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to say that all the couples have different uh, different stories. So some of them are a little bit more serious. Some of them are a little bit more funny. Right. They are all different. So uh, we're talking about the cringiness of Darcy and Jesse, but the, and Michael and Angela. Those are the stories that I relate to the most. But of then course. there's also things like a miscarriage happening, and there's more serious topics. So I don't want people, if they've never watched, to go into it and thinking it's all going to be just ha ha ha. Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's no. <laughs> we are doing that, but there's, that is not the case. Right. 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 In fact, if you don't find it funny, you might find it unbearable, like depressing, (laughs) but that's life. I want to play a little clip of Darcy and Jesse, and then, you know, we'll take a break, then we'll play a clip of Darcy and Jesse, and then we'll get to Darcy interview. Any other final thoughts? Uh, Just, I love it. Thank you for introducing me to this world. Of course. And while we're here, I want to tell everyone to find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Join that Everything Iconic group. For bonus episodes, head to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Adam, where can people find you on social media? At Adam Salandra. 
I always I feel so stupid doing this. I do that same thing every time, you know. Well, you I, have to. I've gotten good at it, but it feels really annoying. <laughs> you know what? It's quick. Right. If people don't like it, there's a little 15 minute fast. I mean, 15 second scroll forward. They can just right, right. Here we are talking about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this won't be 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this podcast. That Halloween pop dive will be next Monday. We have a bunch of Halloween pop dives coming, so I'm super excited about that. It's my birthday this week on the 9th. Thursday will be a Bravo episode. I might be drunk for that one. Who knows? It's my birthday. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without further ado, let's take a quick break. Then we'll play a clip of Darcy and Jesse from the show, and then we'll chat with Darcy. Adam, thank you so much. Thank you. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y.com slash everything iconic this show is sponsored by better help and we all carry around different stressors both big and small sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because i cannot stop thinking about them when i'm trying to sleep or when i'm trying to go about my day i keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively now therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff and if you've never benefited from therapy i think it's time you explore i think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist it's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everything iconic. The issue is not me. The problem was caused by you. If you want to change this, you got to seek help. And if you work on yourself, then we can grow into something really beautiful. Wow. Jesse, I'm just so tired of your mind games. It's not funny anymore. Okay, then break up with me. I don't know. Because it's always going to be something. And it's always going to be on me. So my gut is telling me to... Walk away. Okay, guys, I'm here with Darcy from Before the 90 Days, my new obsession. Darcy, how are you doing today? Hi, Danny. Hi, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You are my favorite part of the show. I am just, I'm so obsessed with your storyline. And I know it, I I know it must be hard for you because you're living it and and watching it, but it is making such compelling TV. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a journey and, um, you know, grateful for the experience, you know, the good and the bad. Right. Right. Now, how did you get involved with the show? Um, actually, um, there was a casting call, um, and I, I saw it. Jesse and I were already talking for a few months prior to that right. and um, wrote a letter to it, said, you know, that uh, I would be interested in doing it. And we got the call back and we did some Skypes and, uh, you know, kind of went from there. Yeah. Now, what was your relationship with Jesse like before filming began? Uh, it was good, actually. Um, you know, I met him on uh, Inner Circle, which is kind of like a dating networking type app. Um and prior to meeting him, I was on there because my sister was going to go to Milan to meet her fiance, who's from Albania. Mm. And I was going to possibly like take a trip up there to go kind of, you know, visit and stuff because you know, Milan, it's one of the fashion capitals of the world and we're in fashion and stuff. So I thought it'd be fun. Obviously, I didn't want to be the third wheel. So I don't know. I just kind of came across this app and, uh, you know, thought I'd kind of network around, you know, people in Italy and stuff and um, met some great connections and stuff. But I didn't end up going. I ended up scrolling on Amsterdam one day and right. lo and behold, I saw Jesse and, uh, you know, it was kind of like, Oh, who's this guy? Whatever. Kind of liked this photo. And, uh, he contacted me back and kind of just went from there. You know, he was, you know, intriguing and I guess he liked my personality too and stuff. And, uh, you know, we were just kind of flirting or whatever and kind of went from there, you know, you mentioned your fashion business. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. House of Eleven, we started in 2010. Um, We went to L.A. after divorces and stuff um, and just, you know, really had big visions for ourselves. You know, Um, it's in honor of our brother, Michael, who passed away in 1998 from a rare form of cancer called Ewing sarcoma. Sorry. Thank you. Um, Passed away. You know, unfortunately, it was just just, he was a strong, you know, amazing man. And, um, you know, we honored him and we wanted to do everything kind of in honor of him. And when we went to LA, we had these big visions that we wanted to kind of like, you know, just, you know, bring his legacy to light and stuff. And we started with, um, our first company, which was 11th entertainment. And we executive produced white tea feature film and some other pilots and stuff. And then we ventured into fashion and, um, house of 11 kind of came about because, you know, obviously of him and he was born May 11th, 71 and passed July 11th, 1998. So mm. the number 11 was very significant to us and, um, you know, just wanted to hold his honor in that light. So, And where can people buy it? Um, right now we took the website down. We're rebranding. So we have a lot of couple of things in the works right now. We're really excited about, uh, okay. but House of 11 was our, you know, higher end tier and tier and brands. Uh, we were kind of known for our special leggings and, um, leather goods. We did jackets and dresses and stuff. And then we did a secondary line years later called Silk Collection, um, which was like a vegan version, vegan version of our bestsellers. And, you know, that was in the, um, the marketplace, uh, major department stores and stuff. And, uh, we had our website, but right now we're just kind of rebranding and everything. So we're just excited for the future goes with that. So, you know, we kind of dabble in the industry for a very long time, entertainment and fashion and, you know, um, we actually launched House of Eleven um, when we opened it in New York, New York City for Fashion Week one year, 
Bravo featured it on one of their shows. I mean, we did a lot of stuff. We kind of right. dabbled here and there in a lot of different things. So, you know, I mean, it's always close to our heart. And right. um, regardless of whatever Jesse says, you know, I don't listen to that negativity, you know. So, yeah. you know. So is- uh, speaking about Jesse, uh, the first season you went off to Amsterdam to live with him. Uh-huh. And then the second season he came to the States to live with you, the season that's airing right now. Well, I didn't live with him. Well, I just went to go visit for six weeks at a time. I actually made three trips to Amsterdam. Um, first time was to see him initially. Um, I was going to go regardless of the show or not um, right. for filming, but uh, decided to wait because they wanted to film us meeting for the first time. And I stayed for six weeks and, um, you know, I, it just, it was, you know, good experience. You know, I was meeting him for the first time and everything. And then, um, you know, after the show was done, flew back and then I made two more trips. You know, we went to Greece and, you know, I mean, I really put my heart on the line for this relationship and, um, you know, yeah. I tried my best. So going into season two and he was coming to the States, were you nervous, more nervous going into season two than season one? Um, that was, I wouldn't say I was nervous. I was just had my guard up a little bit because I knew we were kind of, you know, a little on and off the time things, you know, after seeing the the first season, I was just like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what he was saying to me was a lot different than what he was saying on the show. So, you know, it was just kind of like, okay, is he playing me for a fool or something? So you know, I was a little guarded at that point. Um, I guess you guys can kind of see that through some of my expressions and, right. um, you know, demeanor on the show, whatever. I just, you know, I'm not a fool, whatever. I just was just, you know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt and just, you know, things were very up and down. And, you know, he obviously, I feel at that point was probably coming for airtime. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you know, my interpretation of it. But, um, you know, every time, I went, obviously, the first time was to film, but then the other times I went with no cameras and stuff like that. You know, I just, you know, was showing my respect and my love towards him. I just, you know, things were okay at times, but there was a lot of times that things just just weren't good. And, you know, I'm a strong, independent woman, and I just don't, I think he was a little threatened by that. Right. And what do you think his motivations were? I mean, I got the impression, too, that he was just coming to be on screen. And you mm-hmm. could see in your face you were going to meet him with the excitement of uh, maybe patching yeah. things up. Uh, so yeah. what do you think was his motivation? Was he Is he trying to model over here in the States, or what is he trying to do? I don't really know. I mean, he doesn't. he's very vague about things that he does. Right. Uh, business and career wise and stuff. And, you know, I, I was always an open book with him. So, you know, I, at one point I just stopped, you know, mm-hmm. you know, asking him like, Oh, you know, what are your motives or whatever? I just, at that point, I just, I knew my gut was telling me something wasn't right, mm-hmm. but you know, I still cared. And, you know, at times, you know, he would say all the loving things I wanted to hear, but maybe that was just a ploy to get his ass out here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, he was dangling the carrot a lot of the times. I wonder what advice do you have for someone who maybe in their gut feels that a relationship's not right? What advice would you have for someone like that? Just listen to your gut, really. I mean, honestly, if you feel that emotion coming through, I mean, you know, do the best that you can. Stay strong, love yourself, and don't let anyone take advantage of you. Yeah. Now, the shoe fight. We saw the shoe fight on on camera this season. Can you walk us through that? Because it was a little unclear what happened. Yeah, that was very embellished on his end. Um, we were filming that day at the Airbnb. We were upstairs getting ready. I just um, we had separate rooms that we were getting ready in. I just uh, wanted to say hi, like check in, see how he's doing, and um, um, walked in. And the 
the floors were a little cold. They were like wood floors or whatever. I didn't have shoes on at the time and my foot was cold. So I just had like some like white sneaker on the floor and I uh, just kind of like put my, my toes on it a little because they're just cold or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just being cute or whatever. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And he just kind of like shoved and like pushed me out the door a little and then like slammed the door in my face. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and I was like, oh, here we go. Like, you know, he was just like, hey, what are you doing? Just got all like grapey about it. And um, I just was like, well, here you go. Here's my shoe. Go ahead and step on it. It's a $1,000 shoe. Who freaking cares? You know, if you're going to act like that to me for over a st- me putting my clean foot on a, sh- a sneaker, what's the big deal? Here you go. No way in hell did I throw it at his head or eye or whatever the hell he's trying to talk about. And it's right. really kind of crazy. And that's what, like, fired me up. He just, you know, just I think he likes the drama. And, I mean, the whole production team and crew was there. They are downstairs. And then he went ahead and was like, oh, my God, like... I don't know, just over embellished the whole situation. And it just, it, it wasn't good. It was, it was just, it turned nasty. Right. And it was very upsetting for me because I don't like false accusations and stuff. So, you know, yeah. of course he's going to deny everything as usual. But, you know, mm-hmm. I stand strong in my belief and I know it happened. So, yeah. We also saw a very uh, interesting fight with the steak when you guys were making the steaks. And you were saying uh-huh. that you worked in restaurants and you said you cut it on a bias. Now, was that just a slip of the tongue or or is that – what did you mean by that, the cutting on the bias? <laughs> I don't know. It was just in the moment, you know, we were filming all day. The kids were starving. It was getting late. We needed to take them home. They had school the next day. Um, what happened was we went to the grocery store, bought some steaks um, when we filmed the grocery store scene and stuff. and. Um, right they left them in the car or whatever. So the crew brought in a, a pre-cooked, I guess another steak that was already kind of cooked or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're like, here you go. Now he can act like he's the chef. And I was like, Oh great. You know, it was already a 15 hour shoot day. I was just kind of like, Oh, just want to get this over and done with, you know, I could tell right. my girls were tired and exhausted and, you know, just, we're trying to make the best out of it. So, I mean, there was already things prior in that day that we filmed that was just like, he was at, we're kind of triggering each other. So it was just yeah. not really in the mood, but I just wanted to make it the best for the kids and everything and, you know, ha- try to have a fun experience or whatever. And yeah, I've worked in restaurants. I lived in New York city for like eight years back in the day. And I mm-hmm. worked in tons of restaurants in my twenties and stuff. So right. I know how to cut a steak. And I just was like, he was just <sighs> lally gagging around. I was like, here, let me go. This is how you cut it. Cut out of bias. I wasn't trying to be like rude or anything like that. I was just like, just wanted to get it done. Right. Get the kids fed and get them home in bed. You know, right. it was just a long day. Right. Now, I want to talk about how great of a glow up you had between season one and season two. I mean, you lost a lot of weight, but you also mm-hmm. got your hair looks fantastic. Your makeup looks great. What uh, What did you do in between seasons? Like, how did you get in such great shape? Honestly, I've um, just, you know, watched what I was eating and stuff like that. And just, you know, some exercise. And just positive affirmations, positive thinking, visualizing, you know, how I wanted to be and look for myself and, you know, just live Mm -hmm. the healthiest life that you can. And, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. It just, you you know, you got to be happy within yourself. And I'm just, you know, my, my kids are happy for me. I'm in a good place, positive and, you know, want to be able to inspire others as well. And I'm in my forties, you know, it's not easy to lose weight or whatever, but you know, I transformed and. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with myself. So, you know, yeah. he definitely didn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> make me lose the weight. That's for sure. Yeah. But, you know. Now, uh, you mentioned your, your kids. And then also I watched a little clip of something online. It was a pilot you and your sister had done from years ago. Yeah. And right. your father appeared on it. And I wondered yeah. what your kids and your dad think of of seeing the way that Jesse treats you on camera, because they must feel very protective of you. 
Absolutely. Family is always going to protect family. And, you know, we're, we're a very tight knit family. We love each other very much. And, you know, they, they want the best for me. They know I deserve better than, you know, what I was receiving from him, you know, emotionally. And it was just, you know, it was difficult. You know, the kids saw a lot. My dad, you know, he lives in China. He's been there for 20 years and, um, you know, it was just upsetting. You know, they, they would, they saw the red flags. I'll just say that, you know, but you know, a little stubborn at times, you know, when it comes to love, you know, I, I feel sure. like I gave Jesse a lot of benefit of the doubt and I wore my heart on my sleeve and if he couldn't accept my love, then, you know, I needed to walk away. And at times, you know, it was kind of on again, off again, a lot of the times. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what you guys don't really see. You know, I mean, there's a lot of times that even, I, I mean, he came a couple times to New York, but obviously we filmed most of those times, but I took him to Florida with the kids and stuff. We did like a road trip and they saw a lot. They just, they right. weren't happy about the relationship. They knew I deserved better. And, you know, I decided to just at times walk away and, you know, we would not talk for a couple of weeks at a time. And, you know, sometimes he would try to reach out, email and stuff and say, you know, I'm going to book a flight to Connecticut to come see him. I'm like, no. You know, I'll reach back out. I'm like, no, that's okay. Save your money. No worries. I'm good. You know, we're not compatible. This is not going to work out. You know, I mean, it, I don't think he was is getting there, it through that. Is I there any was... future for you guys or is it done, done? I honestly feel like I'm I'm done. I mean, yeah. maybe we could be friends at some point in time, but I, I don't know. I think it's, you know, I know I deserve better. And, hey, I wish him the best. You know, I just, I've moved on emotionally and just I feel... I feel happy about it. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm good. Would you date someone from another country again, go at going through a, would you go through a similar experience with a different guy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I love, you know, just being able to travel the world and stuff like that. I just, I feel like I have a good connection with people from other countries and stuff. And, you know, I have a lot of friends from different places and, you never know. Your sister's dating someone from another country. She revealed on the live show. Yes. What advice do you give her? Um, she's good. She's happy. They're engaged. They're, um, you know, working on the K-1 visa at the moment uh, for her and Florian. And uh, they're happy. You know, I just I'm, I'm happy for her. It's just, uh, you know, just be careful no matter what. You know, you never know. I mean, still not here yet in the States. But, you know, just love each other and just be honest and, and open. Communicate and just, you know. Don't don't let anyone take advantage of you. Right. Now, I want to ask you just some general pop culture questions because we talk a lot about pop culture on yeah. this show. So what's what's your favorite movie or a movie that you really love and you you'll n- you never pass up if it's on cable or you're flipping through the channels? Um, I like the old school movies, I guess, um, you know, like Officer and the Gentleman mm-hmm. or like um, uh, I remember what was that? The Full Metal Jacket was really cool. I remember seeing that in the theaters. Right. Just different varieties, you know. And how about on TV? What are you watching on TV? Do you watch your show? Do you watch other reality shows? Yeah, I watch our show. I love our show. Yeah, it's It's great. Um, Yeah, I love um, the shows on Bravo. I love Vanderpump. I love, um, you know, Housewives. uh, Who's your favorite housewife? Uh, I love them all. Can't really say. They're, They're all really cool. They all have their awesome personalities. So I respect them all. Now I ask everyone this: What's the what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Hmm, Mariah Carey. I don't know. She's really good. I just uh, I respect what she does, and 
She's amazing. Yeah. I, mean, I have one just favorite. I love them all. And how about if you were choosing Sexiest Man Alive for People Magazine, who would you choose? Like, is there an actor or a singer, a guy that you just think would be, should be the Sexiest Man Alive? Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Um... I'll have to get back to you on that one. Yeah, you can get back to me. <laughs> well, Darcy, thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm loving the show so, so much. So thank you for putting yourself out there. And I know it must be hard to watch back. So uh, I, I just want to thank you for, for doing what well, you thank do. You. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And thank you for having me. And uh, I'm good. I'm staying strong and feeling beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Darcy. Have a good one. You too. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Oh my God, you guys, wasn't Darcy great? Adam, wasn't Darcy great? She was magnificent. <laughs> A gem, know, as I knew she would be. You know, I'm an independent woman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love her so much. It was so great. Uh, Adam, thank you again so much for being here. I want to do our cool downs. We've been doing these cool downs now. So, oh yeah, I can use it. I know. Let's everyone take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Everyone take a deep breath in. Think about a bad relationship you were in. Breathe it out. Now, that bad relationship, we're going to take one more deep breath in, but I want you to really focus on that. That bad relationship didn't have to be a loved love a lover. It could have been maybe a toxic friend or a bad boss or a coworker or something like that. I want you to think about it, and I want you to visualize when you're taking that deep breath out, visualize putting that bad energy out of your mind and body. Do you hear me, Adam? Do you get that? It's out. Okay, so take one more deep breath in. Hold it, think of that bad energy, and blow that bad energy right out. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so much. (laughs) Bye-bye. Rate and review this. (laughs) 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 If you like it only. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.